Hello and welcome to Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber, a movie review podcast partnered with a secret organization of fighters, martial artists, all-girl MMA fighters, even Ronda Rousey. I know she's doing movies now, but she still counts. All band together to fight evil for the good of mankind. For first-time listeners, we partnered with our honorary shadows, Alex, Khan, and Nikonsi, who began their movie review podcast and coincidentally named it the same as our organization. So we took them on and allowed them to record their podcast here at The Secret Chamber. My name, of course, is Basil, retired general of the Assassination Corps for the Hidden Shadows, now your host. You always nail that intro. Oh, thanks, mate. I always try to add a little spice to it, you know, keep it fresh. No, no, yeah, I hear it. So I think we're about ready for the summoning. Everything's here. My mana is centered. I lit some uh, beach-scented candles. Oh, right. To kick off the first episode of October Shadows, we thought we'd summon a shadow from the afterworld and get him to say a few words before the episode. Okay, okay, I'm going to fire it up. Take my burrito out of the microwave here. Okay, ready, Jaime. Ooh, can I get half of that? Thanks. Okay, here we go. All right, I've got it leveled now. Uh, oh, oh, for fuck's sake! Where did where did the wall go? Uh, uh, Jaime, Basel, was that you, lads? Callum, how have you been? How's the afterlife? Oh, it's fine. Just fine. I was just about to mount my flat screen in my new condo. Yeah, I I see that, Callum. Sorry about that. Here's your other dimensional wall mount. There's flat screens in in the afterlife? Yes, lad. You know, they just rolled out 100k over here. What? We just, we only have 4k over here. What's 100k like? Oh, you just go there in person. Uh, uh, oh. Anyway, Callum, so good to see you, mate. We hope you don't mind. Jaime summoned you over here to do a quick interview for the 1st of October episode of the podcast. You know, getting into the whole Halloween vibes and all that. Oh, sounds good. What would you like to know? Well, you were a general for the Hidden Shadows. What would you say was your most famous battle? Ah, that's a good question. I would have to say it was when we fought those shamans that were summoning wraiths about 400 years ago. Being the only cleric at that time, the battle was a real chancer. And is that how you died, Callum? No, food poisoning. Bad burrito. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm good on that half of the burrito, Basil. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just throw this out too. Oh, I'll, I'll eat it, lads. Well, do you miss being alive? No, not really. I feel like I've accomplished what I needed to accomplish in the hidden shadows. Plus, 100k, remember? Ah, uh, yeah, that's, that's a good point. Well, is there anything else that you'd like to say before we send you back, Callum? Oh, sure, sure. Make sure you die doing the thing you love. Well, in my case, you, you know. Well, t- t- take 
Take care, Callum. You were one of the greatest. And still there. Ah, I love that guy. Yeah, he was hilarious. Right? Oh, oh, Basil. I th I think you forgot his wall mount. Oh, bugger. Oh, oh well. Who who knew they still had TVs in the afterlife? I know, super weird. This is leading into our podcast, which is <laughs> hello and welcome. That that's that's whale, as in spooky, and then come welcome, as in as in spooky ectoplasm. Oh, I get it. Okay, yeah. okay, welcome. I get it. That's that's good. Yeah. It's the first uh, hidden shadows of the secret chamber. Uh, of October, guys. My name is Alex. And my name is Khan. And... Nakansi is unfortunately not here. But we we can feel his spooky ectoplasm. All I over feel the place. it. It's, it's mushier and thicker than usual. So... It, I don't it, know what's going on. Is, is he getting enough a, sleep? I think he's got... I think he's been taking zinc pills, too. I heard that. Oh, okay, so he might. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's healthier. Yeah, yeah. No, good for you. Good for you and your ectoplasm, Nikonsi. <laughs> good job. Uh, <laughs> Alex is fucking thirty. Aren't you like thirty three? I'm thirty two, sir. Uh, you're thirty two. You? I'm twenty five, and we're still making just terrible dick jokes. Which, by the yeah. way, South Park has a goddamn like just. They've been making a career out of it. It's brilliant. You know what else has of, been... Of dick uh, jokes? Yeah. You know what else made a lot of dick jokes as expected? What's that? This freaking movie. Did I miss those? They weren't said so much as okay. they were implied because of the fact that Studio Trigger does a lot of... like So, so, so let's back that ass up. Rewind. What did we watch for the All first right. episode of October, which is going to be just jam-packed with literally too much content? You better go out and watch some of it yourself. Yeah, there's so much good stuff coming up. So we are reviewing today uh, the movie uh, Promare uh, or Promare. He threw some yes. fucking accent on that. Say it again for the people in the back. Bromare, <laughs> uh, and it yes sir. So that that movie is actually um, by the makers of Gurren Lagan and Kill a Kill. Yeah, they um, and I mean, yeah. the, here's a couple other ones that uh, people may not have immediately known. Uh, Kisniver, Space Patrol, Luluko. Oh, they also did Little Witch Academia. Darling in the France uh, and Quad S. Gridman, because I'm not going to say S four times. <laughs> uh, 
but the point being that like uh they like studio trigger does a lot of good good fucking good shit i'd say good yes. like a billion times but i won't say s four times we're at three s's right now <laughs> just kidding Wait, that was the fourth one res- i gotcha <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, they do like a lot of good stuff. They have a lot yeah. of extra work in a lot of different places you wouldn't be expecting. Like uh I believe that they um they had a couple of animation production assistants on stuff like Steven Universe, okay KO, Let's Be Heroes. Oh. Um but the point that we're getting to is that we are like, I myself am personally a huge Studio Trigger fan. Alex himself they is is very aware of, like, many Studio Trigger projects. So done. And is a big fucking weeaboo. <laughs> hi, hi. Another thing that I was getting to is... Promare was insane! Yes. Uh, I mean, dude, it, it like it just goes to show like their it was so stylistically them. You know what I mean? It really like, was like how long was the movie? I don't, I th- want to say it was an hour and a half. Let's see here. I'm gonna click on this, uh huh, and then I'm gonna click out of that because that doesn't tell me what I want to know. And, and why is this so hard to find? And that is some Gurren Lagan porn. And uh, that's um, uh, SS Gridman porn, and uh, so it's <laughs> it's almost an hour and it's almost two hours. It's an hour and fifty one minutes. Uh, very well paced, uh, and there was I feel like there was never a dull moment, but like not in a bad way, not in a you know over actiony not very plot driven uh type movie in this case as you very well know with studio trigger you're not only going to get the amazing action you're going to get a pretty cool plot i want to say though that i mean we've watched a lot of movies as we are a movie review podcast <laughs> uh we've also just uh-huh. watched a lot of anime and there's a lot of anime movies. The point that I'm getting to is that this movie is, I mean, it was insane. And I think that if you even, even if you aren't a huge Studio Trigger fan, that you can still enjoy this movie. You can still appreciate just so many aspects of this movie. Visually, their choices. Jesus. Like, their stylistic choices for how do they show, like, a ice blast or a fire blast and stuff. Oh, my God. Right? Yes. Going for the, like, more digital shapes for the blasts really pushes the, like, style of the entire film, actually. Like, it really helps show you what they're going for. It's, It's a very different but similar studio trigger moment, right? Yeah, and it it wasn't the 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 clunky like digitized look. It still had that very raw, almost as if it was sketched by hand look. I mean, you know, it's digitized, but it still looked really good. Uh, and there were just so many other moments throughout the film, like literally the entire soundtrack. I was 
just I unfortunately Alex didn't oh, yeah. get to see it with me, but Myron could like I feel like Suki and Chibi and Myron could all feel my energy stemming from four seats away from them. Well, this is why we're brothers because Patty's like like maybe 15 20 minutes into the movie and she taps me on the shoulder and she's like you're going to download this soundtrack, aren't you? I was like, God <laughs> damn it. Yes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I am. <laughs> God, that soundtrack was fire. Which it is funny so because good. the movie was also all about fire. <laughs> and also it's funny because I was cooking earlier and my kitchen's now on fire. So, but we'll deal with that after the pod. And, um, and, and you know, like Myron also, after watching the movie, bought some fire habanero potato chips that's so funny because i'm having full aiming oh it doesn't work nah, nah, yeah, doubt, do. yeah. <laughs> um so i think i'm gonna give some of the impressions that uh i had with this movie promare uh so at first i was a little upset because i thought this was going to be a, a a knockoff of the fire force uh wow uh, not not even giving studio trigger a little bit of freaking leniency you're already like they're firefighters in anime (laughs) yeah yeah, right what that's never been done just like samurais has never been done so i had to kind of like put myself in that mindset i'm like okay there's plenty of like robot tech and and chi blast and spirit energy you know what i mean it's just a genre so, right. That's why I was uh, the, like, if you were if you were there, I would have been like, firefighters, yo. And then you, I could, I can already see your face just went, and you're like, fi- firefighters. <laughs> but I like fire cars. <laughs> hipster glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh God, I'm so hipster and steampunk. Sometimes it's obnoxious. Uh, but no, no, no. This the the plot definitely veered off in a very cool direction. Um, in a very studio trigger direction as well. Right. That was um, so fun. What were some of your impressions, bro? Uh, immediately upon entering the theater, my impression was unfortunately not related to the movie. There were a lot of freaking cute girls at our theater. And I was just like, it's pretty quiet in there. I hope nobody's going to be upset with me getting hyped as fuck. (laughs) And then I sat down, and there was already a bumping track playing. It was like the first fight scene between Leo and Gallo. And immediately, I was just like as high on the volume, like as as many decibels as I can get, but still be considered a hushed whisper. I was just going, yeah! And these girls behind me were like giggling about it because I was obviously hyped <laughs> as fuck. Uh, Dude, I don't blame you, man. I was just um, like, eat, mm, anime movie in theaters. <laughs> Weaving out. I I wish you were in my uh, theater because there were um, some girls that I think you would have found cute to the to the right of us that were like, on your level they were just like kind of stomping their feet and clapping and getting like all fangirl excited and i was just like jesus christ why isn't junior here i need to introduce them <clears throat> more more so along it was, the lines of just like ladies of hidden shadows of the secret chamber 
Please don't hate me. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't stop listening to our podcast. Um, so it was cool. Like, uh, the plot was really fun, right? Uh, I liked the I liked whole the concept m- of like mm-hmm. the burnish, right? Mm-hmm. The burnish being uh, just these people who suddenly spoilers got. I don't know. I'm just, oh, yeah, I just, right? I'm just. I'm not sure how how far your spoiler was gonna go because I thought that Let's was see. an important twist. But the burnish are people with fire powers. Yeah, they essentially got. Yeah, they got a mutation that l- allow them to. Um, Control fire. Get control fire. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there was a war between the normies, the non-firebenders, <laughs> and the firebenders. Which, in this so, case, um, the the fire nation, in this case, is more like the air nation. They, they really, like, they really, like, were just trying to figure out how to live. <laughs> yeah, they're just trying to figure it out, man. I keep fucking, I'm trying to, like, dial a phone number on my phone. And the normies. And then my phone. Attacked. Is exploding. Yep. Uh, but I'm just trying to make some pizzas with my cool fire, and Normie's over here trying to like kill my vibes. So. Uh, this is technically a spoiler, and I'm not gonna, you know, I, I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that you'll allow this spoiler, and if not, I'll you can it. do some editing. But my. One of my favorite moments is the Shekhov's gun, which I've been telling you to keep an eye out for that specific kind of, it's a very simple film technique, but it's also a, Let's see if I caught it. It's a, you know, it's a very simple film technique. The Shekhov's gun is basically, you do not present something that you won't use later. Um, okay. Right. Like some sort of, some sort of mechanic that you're going to use later. In this case, uh, the fire, the regular, uh, what, what's the firefighting suit called? Oh, that's such a good question. It was, I'm just going to call it the firefighting yeah, suit. Yeah, I can't remember it right now, but basically the first suit of armor that Gallo uses does show up later on in the movie, but more importantly for Shekhov's gun, like, like memories is mm-hmm. when... Uh, I can't remember her name. It's like Themsis or something, or Timesis, and she the... dies. And they show like how the burnish turned to ash. Oh right, right, right. right? Yes. And he tried to revive yeah. her by giving her the mouth to mouth, but it was kind of yes. like like and in typical studio trigger fashion, they kind of made it like a little sexual. And it's like that. That was a very, very, uh, like, warm embrace kiss. And then they showed it yeah. at the very end with Gallo and Leo, and I was immediately just, yeah, flaming firefighters. <laughs> it was so funny. It was so good. It was. It was cool because, like, yeah, you know what, dude? Like, I can feel. Uh, my audience, like all of their assholes, tighten up because it went dead quiet in the entire theater. Like you could, you know what I mean? It's funny you because we hear can a pin both, drop. Right. You like we both had that same thing happen, but it depends on the person who receives that information kind of deal. Like I felt like in our audience, like a lot of the girls were like, oh, they showed a, 
They showed the big gay on the big screen. <laughs> oh, but like I can imagine like a lot of dudes in the in in the audience who were just like, what? Uh, what? <laughs> just very uncomfortable. But like maybe right. I mean, it is just kind of like it's not something that we're used to seeing, and and we're not desensitized to it yet. So I think, you know, you can interpret. I think it was open to interpretation. Obviously, right? Either they're making a statement like, hey, gay is okay, or hey, he's a firefighter and he's just doing mouth to mouth and this is his job and that's just what Gallo is. He is committed. That's the that's his character. He's committed to saving the world by whatever means and he's he's loyal to to those around him no matter what. Right. So, like the thing that I'm just saying is that like fangirls got their moment. I got the fangirl right there too. It was fun. It was cool. I, I'm I'm happy they did it. It was I, honestly whole, I am I, happy they yeah, did it. Yeah, it was just this movie in general is just so much fun all over the place. Let's get into some badass moments, sir. Uh if you'd like, I can kick it off. Damn. Kick it. Oh wait, wrong wrong song. Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, my badass moment is the first five minutes of the movie. I liked how they introduced the burnish epidemic and just how frightening it was and how devastating it was to the to society. You know what I mean? Like how when people suddenly uh, got this mutation, how out of control and rampant it was. And um, and you were really sucked in. Not only that, the music was incredible. Like the whole time. These, well, like during that scene, particularly the whole time, it was very <laughs> the okay. Yes, the whole time, Junior. Okay, but yes, but I love the drums. Like how they were like pulling you out. It was just kind of like war, tribal war drums, right? So it was very, um. Very deliberate, right? You, it, it's good that you paid it. Like you could feel that level of it from it, though. Is what I, what I was trying mm-hmm. to say is that, like, like, uh, it's just it, it's one of those moments where even if people think that it it is cheesy, and I will like admit that there are some cheesy moments in the movie, but oh yes, the thing is, is that. In my opinion, at least, everything is done so well. This is one of those prime moments of you have a piece of art where everything comes together for you to feel like in that moment. And you just, it should, you should be feeling like no matter who you are. Like that scene was like, you feel the urgency. You can heal the, hear the urgency in the voice actors, like in their Mm -hmm. line delivery. I'm stuttering, th- 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 <laughs> uh, and you visually you are just drawn to everything that's going on on the screen. Like there's just so much insane shit on the screen. Beautiful. It was no, dude, and I and I love what you said. This piece of art, this work of art, was put together to make you feel. I think that was. 
fucking right on the money. But like that's um, one of the beautiful things about us having a, our own uh, our own podcast. Really, is just we like to talk about these things. We hope that our audience enjoys hearing us and potentially will talk to us through various direct messages and whatnot, uh, emails, etc. That like we love gushing about fan like just fan gushing fan gasming about like there's so much cool shit (laughs) and not only that like i mean hopefully you know listening to this like you you guys can um maybe look out for those kinds of things and 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 just again like whoever all all you people have been uh, uh, we'll do that at the end um what badass (laughs) do you have for us oh god I'm not going to lie. Uh, the movie is almost two hours, right? An hour, 51 minutes. Yes. I, like, I think Suki was kind of annoyed that I was just fangirling so hard, but I started three claps <laughs> in the theater on purpose because I was just so hyped. I was like, yeah! That's good. Uh, and one of those moments... Was in proper Gurren Lagan studio trigger biggest dickest momentous <laughs> was when they showed Deus Ex Machina. The, oh. the like the the original like the regular Deus Ex Machina, not enhanced by burnish power yet, right? When they showed right. that, I was just like, yeah. <laughs> Like I started clapping. There was some and freaking just, oh. like I could tell. There was some freaking um like Easter eggs in there, dude. It was really cool. And uh speaking of big dick moments, like this is the thing that Studio Trigger does. If you literally look through all of the anime we talked about earlier, like there's gonna be a moment where they just know what kind of fan service to put out there. And some of them tend to be dick jokes. And De- Deus Ex Machina was kind of a dick joke of like, <laughs> mm, look at this. Look at this big machine. Another badass moment, which is also another kind of dick joke. Yeah. In this way, in this way of like, he was blowing his fucking load a little early, was when they showed the gun. Do you not remember that? Which gun? When they showed, uh, God, the one they showed, it, it, it's not necessarily a big spoiler, but like Cray in his like tower, uh, firing, firing a super big gun to send out his mech. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like it's, it was kind of hard to describe right now without literally looking at that, that scene. Uh, cause like there was, again, there's just so much cool shit and I was so hyped the whole time. Like my brain is just not remembering the, remembering those specific details. It's just like, you were feeling so high without having smoked. That was a good ass movie. But yes, you're doing pretty good at remembering these, uh, these details a little, like I'm like, you're jogging my memory. So I'm just like, so, oh, yeah. Oh, right. That, yeah. Right. Like he like. It like somehow formed a gun and then fired his mech, and I was just like, "That's a studio trigger dick moment." <laughs> like, 100%. that's hilarious. Because uh, just as a uh, as a quick uh, throwback for like studio trigger having like 
these kind of goofy like phallus uh, moments, right? Um, yeah. God, what is the name of it right now? Darling in the Franks, like is Darling in the Franks for like they kind of put in these like semi-sexual things all the time and it's just kind of like on one hand it normalizes it because it is really normal and on the other it's like (laughs) uh, they put teenagers in the awkward sexual moments yeah that character is like largely sexualized too man mm -hmm. like so in darling in the franks in order to pilot the mechs you need two people and generally, it's like the girls on the bottom and the guys at the top, and then other like like you need two people to pilot these mechs, and and that's what I mean by like these like subtle things that are sexual are weird and hilarious, and they're just in there. And in this case, for uh for Pramare, it's like. <laughs> uh, we are Leo de Galon, <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, "Yeah, hundred <laughs> uh, percent." They're they're flaming. <laughs> they're hell flaming of fire together. Flaming. <laughs> oh, so great, dude! Yeah, they they love to put that kind of stuff in there. Um. What's uh what's the number rating that you would give it, sir? Uh I still think that I would rewatch this movie several times over, so I'm gonna give it a nine. Oh, that's so funny because I would give it a motherfucking nine, bruh. Oh, that's so funny because Myron wouldn't wouldn't would not give it a nine, I think. I think he was Yeah, Myron it sounds like he wasn't a big fan of it, huh? I mean, was he or I no? mean, he was a fan because he was having fun, but he, I, I don't think for Nikonsi it has the same kind of hilarious re- rewatch value that I have for it. I, mm. I mm-hmm, mm, you see, like, mm, mm-hmm, mm, mm, you see, mm. <laughs> good beatbox there. No, I think. Um, I think that's exactly why I'd give it a nine because I'd go back and watch it because I'd want to go find, see when, when I watch a movie and I thoroughly enjoy it and I feel like there's stuff that I could still find the second watch and the third watch around. Like that's when I'm like, all right, this was a dope movie and I, and I want to go back and, and watch it and, and digest it again so I can fully, uh, you know, understand it on another level. So um, I agree with your number rating. Yes, because another thing that comes up with this in the, in this particular instance is that like the, the I think that the plot was deep enough, and then being in an artsy way, like the the art, like the art artsy way of like looking at this is is a very specific weird like geopolitical kind of deal right like like look at final fantasy 7 which came out right. in like 1997 or something right now right like i can't remember exactly but the point being that that is like 20 some odd years old and it has so much relevance still today with just corporates corporations are ruining the planet yeah. Well, what about like in this one? Like in this one, the philosophical question is is like, okay, 
the world is in a dilemma, and we need to solve this problem. And what is the easiest thing to do as a big government or or power when you can't find the answer easily? Oh, I know. Find a scapegoat, aka the burnish. Well, I wouldn't even say and, like that was one of the threads that I was thinking of when I was watching it. One of the threads that I was thinking of was like more along the lines of the uh the if you have that much fucking money that you become governor, right? Like the, this guy became governor, right? right? Governor Cray. He <laughs> he legitimately was just like if the world is going to be destroyed, why look for a solution to fix the world when we can just leave? And that's what a lot of things are going on right now in our own world. Is literally just why would we do renewable energy when I can still use all of the non-renewable energy until I can fund my own get the fuck out of here and leave? Yeah. Which is completely yeah, I, different see, from people wanting to explore space and potentially living on other planets. You know, like that's more of an exploration deal. This is literally just like, and I'm done with this bitch. I'm going to move on to the next. I am a go. And, and I think that like, that's what the, the fuel or, or the driving force behind Cray's motives was and it was to make the uh, the burnish seem like terrorists and and you know Leo was we, the way we viewed them at the beginning of the movie, especially in the fight between Leo and you know and Gallo. High key. Before you get the, into that, uh-huh. as a studio trigger fan, I did not expect. Like I was like, they gave this guy a name. He ain't gonna be just some punk ass evil guy. He's already on screen. Sure, sure. As a <laughs> as a studio trigger fan and and knowing how they write movies, it's pretty blatant. But like maybe to some people who are not as familiar, as an audience member, you would be like, "Yeah, these guys are so obviously bad." I mean, look at their costumes, or, right? You know, like, their armor. look at look at um, these guys. These are yeah, they're being portrayed as terrorists, and I get it. We're they're burning things and destroying people's houses. Yeah, but it was deeper than that. Things weren't as they appeared on the surface, and and that's why I liked Gallo's character because, like, just in that first scene, his fighting style already you could see how flexible of a of a fighter he was. That very well correlated into the character that he was. He was a flexible thinker, and he was able to Aggr- understand yeah, aggressive okay, but right? flexible. Willing to like look at a yeah. lot of those options, and it just in, yeah, in a very holistic way, uh huh. And it's it's just, I really like the character arcs they threw us for, and I wasn't expecting to have such well done complete character arcs in a two hour movie. It's right? something it that very is very rare. In no, yeah, you're right. It's it, you make such a good point because it's something that's so rare in today's movies in general, they, not just the, yeah, general. like, <laughs> but especially today. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, I think that that's why this movie is is such a nine out of ten. Um, 
I don't have any what the fuck moments because we already discussed the um, the mouth to mouth at the end. Was that your what, you the, fuck moment, what the fuck moment? By the way, because like I mean, I feel like I was uh, I feel like I kind of stole it and I wanted to talk about it earlier because it was on my mind. No, that's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not mad at it. I'm glad we talked about it. I think we had a really for good discussion a about it. hilarious actual what the fuck moment. I think that um this joke of a scene that involves one of the bad guys like you just have to go watch it you, you know the scene i'm talking about without talking about it the scene the scene that near the end with vulcan the bad guys i'm trying to remember near the end with vulcan i think i remember what you're talking about yeah i think vulcan is his name vulcan He's like the he's like the primary bad guy that works. Oh under yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Yeah, I remember. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing with his suit. Yeah, yeah. I told him. You guys are good, gonna love that. That was a good joke. Love that. Uh, I think for uh, another minor what the fuck moment, and this is more of a personal thing, is they made they made Gallo into like the like. Yeah, I have no idea that you're into me, Ina. Like, that's, you know, that's okay. Maybe I'm a little takay. Because it's okay to be takay. And yep. then He's... and then he kisses, and then he kisses Leo later. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, and then she was just like, oh, oh, okay. Got it. That's why none of my advances were. Hmm. I'm stupid. As as a <laughs> as a bad joke that keeps on telling itself that we're telling at the same time, do you think this this uh this particular movie tends to lend itself to the poor portrayal of gay firemen? <laughs> yeah, that's a stereotype, oh. huh? They, yeah, they're stereotyping, bro. Damn, that's messed up. I'm sorry, firemen. They're such an impressed group too. <laughs> I think I think that does it for this pod today, guys. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for kicking off October with so many listens already. Uh, we're happy that we're reaching you guys, and you've obviously been telling your friends. Um, and uh, make sure that if you're not already, you can find us on Instagram at hstsc. 33 also on twitter also on facebook at hidden shadows of the secret chamber go support our other podcast the sidetrack podcast and if you're a spanish speaker desviado and um junior why don't you do your beautiful plug i i don't know if it's a beautiful plug and all i can think of is say say sidetrack again in spanish sidetracked Desviado. Dang, that's a weird word. All right, do it again in English. Sidetracked or Spanish? Desviado. In Spanish. Desviado. In English. Sidetracked. I can (laughs) take directions, guys. Uh, More more importantly. Oh, just kidding. Just kidding. It's as important as the rest of these plugs. Please go hang out at twitch.tv cookie ninja carve. You can probably when you join, you know, 
insert a command like exclamation discord into the chat and then you can join my discord where i will be chilling and playing games uh i just recently beat code vein easy 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 recommendation i might write up a review for it later who knows who who knows Dogs are loud. Who knows? You knows. Who knows? Who I knows? hear all the dogs. Do you hear the dogs? Can you hear the dogs? Are they are. Is this how we're leaving our brain? Is this how we're leaving the podcast? Any second now? I think we're leaving. Is it? Any second now? I'm stopping it. Really? Stop. 